0: Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to Indie Author Weekly, where I share my behind the scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. If you are new to this podcast, I'm a productivity strategist for multi-passionate creatives. I help people manage their time and energy effectively through customized actionable strategies that work for your unique life and business. And when I'm not teaching about productivity to solopreneurs, I spend my time writing books, such as my Polyamorous Passions Romantic Comedy series. And that is what this podcast is all about, The Adventures of the Author Life. And you can now get podcast episodes and writing updates delivered directly to your inbox at sigandmorrow.com behindthescenes behind the scenes. Link is in the show notes. Now let's get into this episode of the Indie Author Weekly Podcast. In today's episode, I want to share about my recent experience with writing a short story and why I will be doing that on a monthly basis from now on. I actually had plans to publish my next rom-com, Small Town Stilettos, within the next few weeks, but about a month ago, I realized that I was putting unnecessary pressure on myself to hurry up and edit that book and then publish it. There are other aspects of my business that I also need to focus on right now, um, such as my Productivity Powerhouse e-course, a lot of the productivity strategy type of things. And so if I prioritized small town stilettos right now, I would just be pulled in way too many directions all at once. So I decided that I needed to take a step back and slow down a bit. I don't know about you, but impatience is definitely a weakness of mine. I've been able to channel and reframe it into a strength in a lot of ways because I am very action-oriented, but I need to remind myself in these situations that it's not a race and that I don't need to hustle every single day to get things done in a rush. So with that in mind, I will be working on small town stilettos at a slower pace over the next couple of months, and I will likely publish it in February or March of 2021. This book is also a little bit different because it's my first novel that I'm publishing, which is outside of my Polyamorous Passion series, Um, so I'll be using a different cover designer. I'm hoping to get an illustrated cover designed for this one, Um, and there's just a a few pieces with it, This book is actually written in the first person rather than the third person like I usually do. So because of these differences in the way that I'm doing it, I want to ensure that I'm taking my time with it. Um, I'm using a different marketing strategy for it as well that I'm planning to roll out. So there's a few different moving pieces and I really want to make sure that I am doing it right. In the meantime until it gets released, you know, in late winter, early spring of next year, you can learn more about that book and add it to your to-read list on Goodreads by searching small-town stilettos. I will also drop the link in the show notes of this episode. Okay, so when I made that decision to postpone the deadline, my own self-imposed deadline for this novel... When I made that decision, I I knew that I still wanted to work on creative writing projects on an ongoing basis. I wanted something that I can complete quickly without it taking a huge amount of time and energy out of my week, the way that full length novels do. And that is really where the idea of writing short stories comes into play. So normally with my novels, I like to write them in sort of longer or bigger chunks of time and because of that you know during these seasons of my business when i'm focusing on other types of things i still wanted to be able to do some kind of creative writing but i knew that it wasn't realistic to have this novel working in the background the entire time you know working on it in little bits and pieces here and there so Back in September, my dad texted me, and he told me about the CBC short story competition. And he encouraged me to write and submit something. He was like, you should really, you should really write something for this. And I figured, okay, I mean, why not? At the time, I was also going through one of my worst bouts of nightmare disorder, I have had nightmare disorder my entire life, um, and it, it, you know, again, sort of comes in these, these cycles, these waves, and I had one of my worst bouts of it just a few months ago, or a couple months ago, and so I ended up actually turning one of my nightmares into a short story, And it felt very cathartic and empowering to turn it into a piece of creative writing. I wasn't actually expecting that, but it was super creepy and it also felt easy to write this story. The story flowed so smoothly and it definitely helped to relieve my nightmares, which is absolutely incredible. Um, in the past, you know, I've written down nightmares as a, as a way of like sort of journaling, trying to work through them, but it's always actually made my nightmares worse. So it was almost like turning this nightmare into a piece of fiction helped me to deal with it and helped me to uh, reframe it and like take back my own power with the nightmares, which is very cool. It also only took me two hours to write and edit this short story plus another, you know, 20 minutes or so to review the CBC competition guidelines and to then submit my story to them. That's not bad, right? Two and a half hours to do this. Now, I asked both my father and my spouse, Mr. Science, to read my short story ahead of time before I submitted it to the competition. And they both had great feedback because of the length of the story, because it was such a short story, it enabled me to get really specific with my questions for them. So I asked questions like, is it creepy enough? Does it feel too heavy-handed? Was there anything in this story that didn't work or a particular area that you think could use improvement? All of these types of things. But when I initially gave it to them to read, you know, like when I passed off the book, the the short story first, of, like right away, I just said, Will you read this draft and let me know what you think? I wanted it to be a very vague, open-ended question. And again, because this was such a short story, I felt like this was a great way to get their feedback without specifically trying to direct their attention to any particular area right off the bat. I didn't want them to go into it with you know, preconceived notions of what to expect. So for example, if I had specifically asked them, is this story creepy enough before they even read the story, then that might have biased them into specifically reading the story through that lens and having that sort of expectation. So by asking the question after the fact, after they had already read it, they could then tell me right away what their impression was, and they could also reread or skim the story again to you know, read through it with that new lens of, okay, is this creepy? Um, so that was really helpful. Now, doing this process is I expect a little bit trickier to do with traditional beta readers for a full-length novel because those beta readers probably aren't going to want to reread the novel multiple times in a row to answer every single question that you have for them, right? Um, But with a story that's just 1,500 words long, that's much more doable to ask your sort of beta readers to reread it a few times. So with all of this in mind, I have decided to start writing creepy thriller short stories based on my nightmares and to submit them to publications on about a monthly basis. One short story every month. And if I win a competition, a short story competition, that's fantastic. And if not, then I will still have a collection of short stories that I'll be able to publish in a little anthology a year or two from now. So it's really win-win, especially since, you know, assuming that it keeps working out where writing these short stories from my nightmares actually helps me deal with my nightmares then that's even better. I mean there's there's a lot of really great things that are starting to come out of this already after just writing one of these short stories. And yes I am definitely still writing full-length novels and continuing with my genre of writing rom-coms. I love the genre of rom-coms. I really love writing the longer novels so I will definitely still be doing that. However, because I can write short stories much faster, as I said, it just took me a couple of hours to do that first one, and because I can potentially earn an income from them by submitting them to competitions, it just makes sense for these little short stories to have maybe a slightly higher priority at this point in the author um, section of my business. So I probably won't be writing and publishing my novels quite as quickly as I have in the past, you know, several novels a year. Um, And that's okay. It's not a race. And the important thing is that the progress continues to happen. The important thing is that we do continue to move forward and we don't just put things on the back burner for months or years. So I will definitely be ensuring that I am working on my novels on an ongoing basis and that I am um, still fitting them into my schedule so that they don't just gather dust. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. Do you find it easy to write short stories? Um, and have you ever thought about trying that out, right? To, have you ever thought about trying out short stories um, if you find that fitting a novel into your schedule is a challenge right now? You can connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at SaganLives to chat about it or to let me know if you have requests for future episode topics. The more you tell me what you would like to see more of on this podcast, the better I can accommodate that. If you enjoyed this, this episode, please take two minutes to share this podcast on social media and subscribe and rate it on Apple Podcasts. Anytime you share it or leave a rating or a review, it helps more listeners find the Indie Author Weekly Podcast, so every bit counts. I really appreciate your support. And let's stay in touch. Get podcast and book updates delivered directly to your inbox, plus unlock awesome bonuses, such as free chapters of my books, at com slash behind the scenes. Link is in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Indie Author Weekly Podcast, and I will see you in the next episode.